Thanks everyone for joining us today. I'm Jeff Champion, professional practice lead risk for Osaka. Joining me today to talk about his recently released article, Achieving Effective Cloud Risk Management, Upash Parikh. Thanks for being here today. Hey Jeff, thanks. Thanks for inviting me for uh, this podcast. Absolutely. Well, to get started, I want to know in recent years, why have enterprises embraced the move to the cloud technology? Yeah, one of the obvious reason is obviously the economic consideration because, you know, the cost pressures as always are rising on the companies. The company wants to reduce the uh, amount of spend on the technology and cloud provides a very good option for uh, uh, cost cutting. So that is one of the primary driver. Uh, most of the companies are moving to cloud. Second important driver is agility. So, you know, uh, you can scale up, scale down in the cloud environment pretty fast to meet your increase or decrease in the demand. You can bring the innovative solution much faster than um, you would do in a traditional on-premises setup. For example, you want to, uh, for example, trying up with a new service, you know, innovative service. Then in on-premises case, you would spend uh, probably days and months together ordering the hardware, software, you can build it very quickly uh, in the cloud environment, which means you are uh, competitive. And to me, you know, third important uh, advantage of cloud is that even the small players can think about availing some of the latest technology, which was either to not possible with the on-premises uh, technology. So for example, if a small company wants to try out big data or, you know, face facial recognition, the cost was very prohibitive, whereas uh, because the cloud is providing, uh, you know, pay as you go kind of a model, uh, the even the smaller and medium sized companies can uh, avail the benefits of latest technology. And last but not least is that uh, cloud is providing better security than on premises. The reason is um, the cloud players have economic interest in providing the better security, better controls. Uh, they can spend money because, you know, obviously uh, because of the volume, because of, you know, large number, the overall cost get divided into large number of players. Uh, that is where probably they can spend a lot more than you would spend for on-premises security control. So, you know, we can go on, but these are some of the uh, bigger advantages why more and more companies are moving to cloud. Absolutely. I love the fact that when you need to spin up something and you can have something going in a, you know, in a matter of minutes, practically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's amazing, right? You know, you, you conceive a project, you think about a project, uh, you make a list of things you need and poof, maybe within a day or maybe even within minutes, you can avail the entire environment for trying out the stuff. Yes. Yeah. And with that being said, you know, there's always risk involved. And so what type of risk will be involved with cloud computing? If you compare with the on-premises technology, or let's say I have a data center on-premises, we say we are moving to cloud. There are certain additional risk uh, which is uh, involved, obviously, because, you know, the, the most important risk one should think about is, you know, protecting the data. You know, your, your data is moving outside your premises. Probably, you know, in, in case of on-premises data center, there is a theoretical possibility that your data would never have been required to travel outside the physical premises of the data center. But when you are in cloud, everything is moving over the network to the cloud service provider. So your data is exposed 
the data is at rest with your cloud service provider and um, that is kind of you know a big risk if you ask me of course you know there are now lot of controls uh, which are put in place but uh, data at rest and maybe you know you have a, a confidential data cid client identifying data uh, which you want to process using the cloud then that data staying with the cloud service provider is a big risk the second risk i see is um, and and this is not in a order of any severity you know i'm just telling you as it comes to my mind second important risk is probably um, the the vendor locking so once you start availing the cloud services then you are locked with that vendor it is not easy to uh, port from one vendor to another uh, imagine that uh, you have a on premises application which you are using for years together and now you have decided to move to a cloud saas provider your uh, data formats your functionality features are all now provided by the uh, cloud provider and then maybe after 6 months or 1 year you are not happy with the performance of the cloud provider now moving back to on premises or moving to some other cloud service provider is not that easy so uh, that is the vendor lock in and uh, what i am seeing practically you know in my day to day working as a cloud risk specialist is a lack of visibility you know you, you don't have complete visibility of controls with the service provider it is for the service provider or cloud service provider to decide how much the service provider wants to reveal to you about the controls and probably there are justifiable reasons why they don't want to discuss everything with you but then as compared to on premises controls you have got uh, limited visibility and then there is a risk right um the insider threat you know this this risk is obviously for on premises set up as well but when you move to the cloud service provider you know and you are exposed to large number of administrators employees of the cloud service provider probably who have the access to your data uh, who are probably owning the infrastructure on which your data is residing and then that is you know kind of multiplying the insider threat risk it, it is multiplying to a larger extent missing governance uh, this is one very a uh, different kind of risk which i can think about you can avail a cloud service with a simple credit card right you know you can just go and subscribe to a cloud service provider start getting the services from a cloud service provider and probably there is a small business unit within your organization the head of business unit thinks that oh cloud is good probably has attended a conference he is impressed he just approves the operating expenses for availing the cloud service and poof all your organizational controls central controls uh, are now not applicable they are directly working with the cloud service provider maybe the centralized it team is not aware about it something very similar to you know end user computing related controls which we find in uh, on premises uh, kind of a setup and and the last is of course uh, the jurisdictional restrictions which are put by some of the countries on the uh, data so some of the countries don't want the data to leave the jurisdictional boundaries the cloud by nature is in cloud so <laughs> probably you don't know where your data is of course you know there are controls but this is definitely a risk which needs to be considered that if your uh, the, the country where your business is situated if that country doesn't allow Uh, the data to travel outside the boundaries of your country then how do you make sure that uh, you still adhere to that requirement 
uh, when you move to the cloud. So these are some of the main risks of moving to the cloud. That makes sense. And with so with the um, extensive use of virtualization, I mean, yeah. how would that affect things with like raising new risk? That's always that's always seems to be an issue. Yes, yes, of course, you know, the virtualization is obviously it is not a new technology for us, but you know, the, with, with the cloud environment, the use of that technology has come to forefront. One of the risks is security of the virtualization itself. So hypervisor is a you know key aspect in overall virtualization and the protection of hypervisor becomes very key. If the hypervisor is compromised, then um, the entire security of all the tenants uh, which are on the same physical box is compromised. So there is kind of a, you know, uh, I wouldn't say single point of failure, but a very sensitive piece of equipment, be it a hardware, be it a software in the form of hyper, hypervisor, which increases your uh, risk profile. Um, Multi-tenant environment and isolation. So, you know, obviously we know that uh, with virtualization on the same physical box, uh, many tenant can coexist and uh, then there is a question of isolation how which controls are put in place so that uh, one tenant cannot access the data of another other tenant uh, and uh, is there any data leaking between from one tenant to another tenant so this whole isolation uh, control becomes uh, very very important um, then the management plan and security configuration so because because of the virtualization, abstraction, and orchestration, the entire infrastructure is controlled with management plane. And a lot of configuration controls are made available to the customers via management plane. So the security of the management plane itself becomes very important. Who accesses the management plane? What are the access controls provided on the management plane? Is the customer aware about the security configurations which they need to make use of to make their infrastructure secure that is also a important question so because of the virtualization abstraction orchestration there are certain technology challenges uh, which needs to be kept in mind when we move to the cloud this is why i love the topic of risk <laughs> so it's, it's so from a risk perspective how would joint ownership affect what's involved with cloud technology and how does that stand out in fact you know a joint ownership of the control is the most differentiating factor for the cloud, right? It is the key and uh, most important factor, I would say. There are controls which are operated by the cloud service providers, and then there are set of controls which are operated by the customer. And then there is a joint ownership of uh, some of the controls. And from the overall risk management perspective, the cloud customer needs to recognize this concept. And I will I'll give you with one example, how it is uh, important and how it is different in case of cloud. So say you move your application to the cloud and uh, you take services from one of the cloud service provider. Backup, you think that the uh, cloud service provider is responsible for taking the backup of your data. Well, that, that could be true, but you need to you know dig deeper you are responsible for defining your backup requirements. So whether you want to take backup every hour at the end of the day, you want to replicate the data online, that is your requirement. You have to define that requirement. Secondly, some of the uh, service cloud service provider in the past environment make the backup services optional. So they will replicate your data, but they will not take backup of your data. So if you need a separate backup other than replication, 
then probably you need to avail a separate service from the cloud service provider. So in that case, again, the joint ownership of the controls changes. I say that, okay, I am availing the pass service from cloud service provider A, but I'm not availing the backup service. Then in that case, taking the backup is your responsibility. Encrypting the backup is your responsibility. Making sure that that backup is complete and you are testing that backup at a regular interval is your responsibility. So this is you know, one of the aspect of joint ownership of the control. Uh, one more example, if you permit me, you know, encryption. You ask anyone who has moved to the cloud, is your data secured? Is it encrypted? Yes, my cloud service provides the data encryption functionality available to me. But then who is owning the key? Is your cloud service provider owning the key or are you owning the key? Now cloud service provider has provided you with the options. Maybe you know for your strictly confidential data, you own the key. For maybe your internal data, you allow the cloud service provider to own the key. There is a joint ownership of the control here. You have to select the configuration and cloud service provider will make the technology available so that your configuration works. And you take case of different deployment models, you take case of different service models, this ownership changes. So key aspect is to deep dive in each and every control and make sure that you understand the joint ownership of the control. With the location of that data, from a compliance standpoint, how could that further um, compliance security and, and, and the legal requirements? Yeah, so probably, you know, we touched this topic a little bit earlier in our discussion. Some of the countries don't allow their data to travel outside their country. Right? Let's say country A doesn't allow their customers' data, their citizens' data to travel outside their country. Cloud by its very nature uh, means that probably you don't know the location of your data. Cloud service provider will move around your data across its uh, data centers, which might be located across the globe as per the resource requirement. Today, your data is in country A, where their data center is. Tomorrow, your country, your data might be moved to country B. Now, that is where the you are, you know, feeling on compliance. Now, most of the cloud service providers provide you with an option to select the jurisdiction where you want your data to reside, and that is where you need to select that your data resides within the same jurisdiction. But then the story uh, doesn't end there. There are, you know, a lot of uh, other aspects of it. Let's say, you know, your country uh, restricts the access of data uh, in the sense, if you want to access the data of that country, you have to be physically inside that country. How do you ensure that in the cloud environment? You have a cloud service providers data center in your country A, that is fair enough. You have made sure that your data is in that data center. But if the administrator of that data center is located, who is a cloud provider's employee, is located in country B, and he is accessing your data for the support purpose, then probably you are not compliant. Or if your data is encrypted at rest in country A, but your encryption key is residing in country B, because you know your uh, data vault, which is provided by your cloud service provider, is in other country. Um, then again, probably you are not compliant. Or in some of the past services, uh, you know the data is not stored by the service provider, but just for the processing purpose, for temporarily, you know, some cache is created and the data is stored in that cache during the processing. Now that cache, whether it 
that cash is in the same jurisdiction or that cash is somewhere where the resource is available with the data service. So you have to be mindful of these uh, requirements and make sure that you actually don't fail on the uh, jurisdictional restrictions on the location of data. Very interesting. That's definitely a good take. Why do you believe your recommendation for technology risk professionals to change their mindset? Well, um, what I have observed is uh, there are two extremes when the cloud is introduced any in any organization as a you know option. There are two extremes of mindset with the risk professional. One is uh, a, a set of risk professionals totally ignore the cloud as a change to their risk approach. They will treat cloud in the same manner as their on-premises setup. They are blindsided by the cloud. They would want to see the same set of controls in the cloud setup as well, which is not possible. They would want to have the same level of visibility to all the controls uh, in the cloud environment uh, the way they have for on-premises, which is again not possible. Uh, so this is one set where they just ignore the cloud. The second set of risk professionals is that they believe that once the things are on cloud, everything is fine. They don't need to do anything. It is now cloud service providers' responsibility to make sure that all the security controls are in place and the data is safe, etc., uh, etc. Et These two extremes are not good. We, we have seen that you there are a lot of controls which are with you and you need to take care of those controls as a cloud customer with the help of responsibility metrics. We have also seen that as a cloud customer, probably you would not have the same level of visibility to the control operation as you would have for on-premises setup. So you have to rely on the uh, what is known as, you know, what is termed as compliance inheritance. You will have to rely on the attestation certifications which are obtained by the cloud service provider to, you know, assess that your controls are working. And that is where the mindset change is coming into the picture. Cloud is there, it is going to stay. It is um, selected by most of the companies because of the economic consideration, agility consideration, and probably the senior management of those companies have taken the decision to move to the cloud, keeping in mind the risk appetite. Now it is for the risk managers to uh, kind of customize their overall risk approach uh, so that it suits cloud and uh, you have the same level of uh, assurance uh, which you have when the setup was on-premises. So this is where the change in the mindset is required. You don't need to be on either of the extremes. You need to be somewhere in between. That's interesting when we start talking about different controls to put in place. And yeah. that kind of brings me to my next question. What type of controls would you put in place before um, an application or services to the cloud? Probably it will need a, a completely a different part to discuss all the controls because it is a, <laughs> a subject in itself. But you know, uh, I, I can touch upon some of the aspects. One of the very important thing, you know, or the first thing before you move your uh, applications to the cloud is to think about what class of data is being processed by the application. Uh, and then your control design will change accordingly, right? So you need to uh, determine, you need to make sure that um, you know the class of the data which is going to be moved to the cloud. If it is strictly confidential, then your control requirements will be totally different as compared to 
when it is you know internal or public data which you are moving to the cloud then second important control is related to the data protection so where your data is going to be in cloud is it uh, you know monitoring your jurisdictional restriction is it encrypted if it is encrypted then is it the cloud service providers key which is going to be used or you are going to bring your own key for the encryption that is the data related control the third and important part is the availability so what kind of availability is being promised by the cloud service provider there are different configurations which are made available by the cloud service provider about the availability and you have to select the right one as per your need backup are you going to rely on the cloud service provider for taking the backup or um, probably you will have your own backup requirements archiving uh, some of the data is required to be archived for a long period of time say eight years ten years what you are going to do about it so these are you know i'm just naming some of the controls access control one of the very important uh, control which you need to think about it how your employees are going to access the data are you going to use your active directory uh, federation of uh, your active directory to make sure that your employees are authenticated and authorized once your application is moving to the cloud uh, so access control is important stuff so almost all the controls which are applicable for on-premises you need to think about them when you move the stuff to the cloud and from the governance perspective you know the most important thing is you set up a toll gate or some kind of a you know checkpoint uh, for checking all those controls before you approve any uh, service or applications to move to the cloud. This essentially needs to be centralized control so that you know all the business units, all your support units uh, move through this centralized gate or centralized toll gate, uh, which can make sure that all these controls are put in place before the applications is uh, either ported to the cloud or you start availing a new pass service from the cloud service provider. I love the topic of controls. Every time we get to talking about that, I can just go on and on with that all day. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So how developing a strong relationship, how can enterprises develop a, a strong relationship to improve cloud risk management? If you go through um, all the literature which is available on cloud risk, you will see a central theme of uh, agreement and SLA. Your relationship with your cloud service provider is governed by a your agreement and you need to definitely focus on the agreement but then you know in the reality in practice how much control you have on the agreement most of the time there is a standard agreement and unless you are a big player you know you can flex your muscle as compared to your cloud service provider you don't have much of a leeway of changing the agreement so yes agreement is one of the very important control in defining your relationship with the cloud service provider but then you need to go beyond the agreement you need to develop a level of trust with your service provider it's a partnership right cloud service provider has economic interest in safeguarding the security controls and obviously you have your own interest in protecting your data so you need to develop a partnership and trust important aspect is communication you know you set up regular calls with the compliance team of your service provider uh, understand how the controls are operating uh, at the cloud service providers and and that is how you get the comfort you understand what is the compliance framework what are the different attestations and certifications offered by the cloud service provider make use of it for your assurance purpose probably you know uh, avail the training from the cloud service provider so that you can understand different services offered by cloud service provider different technologies on which those services are based and then probably you know 
that is how you will develop the relationship with your cloud service provider and then you will have a long lasting partnership which will make sure that your data is protected uh, with the cloud service provider yeah that's an awesome answer that's pretty good how do you imagine um risk evolving the cloud will change in the future so you know i think uh, more and more applications more and more services will move to cloud you know um, bigger organizations have set target of moving at least one third of their on-premises estate to cloud in next couple of years. It could go up to even 50%. So, you know, half of your IT setup will be on cloud. So cloud will have more and more proliferation. And hence some of the, uh, you know, topics which we discussed becomes very important. Uh, risk managers will have to quickly understand uh, this nonsense of cloud, you know, responsibility matrix uh, relationship with the cloud service provider and you know start working on them fairly quickly i have also seen that in last couple of years many innovative uh, best services have been offered by the uh, cloud service providers and that will you know keep on expanding every day you will get a new innovative cloud service made available by the vendors out of their economic consideration and it will use some different technology which you are not exposed to so you will have to really move fast understand that technology understand that service and understand the impact of that service on your controls third thing is that you will see that more and more small players offering the SaaS services to the customer will come into the picture probably they are not at a very higher level of maturity so far as security controls are concerned probably they will offer cost effective services and uh, many of the customers might be lured in setting up such cloud service providers such saas applications and uh, that will expose many of the customers to uh, some of the risks so long story short there will be more cloud offerings risk professionals need to understand those offerings and guard against uh, specifically those providers who are not at a very high maturity level so far as security controls are concerned so this is what i'm seeing uh, what i see will happen in next two to three years that's incredible that's incredible and it'll be interesting to see and what you know what direction it you know what shape it takes yeah yeah and who knows we will see a new form of deployment models new form of uh, you know service models evolving in in near future yes well pesh you and i probably could talk about this stuff all day as much as i love talking about controls and risk management you know it was awesome talking to you that's all the time we got left for today thank you for taking time to chat with me if you want to read Upesh's full article just click in the description below and i'm jeff champion thank you for tuning in thanks jeff